Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's a big rainy, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. I'm beating the beat up, make your get a eat up. Me, him, and money, we having the three. So hit the out of line, call me the wife beater. I'm in a trap. All right, so we got Renny Rucci off the porch with us today. Finally. Finally. <laughs> I know, we've been talking about this. Listen, it, it happened when it was supposed to happen. <laughs> That's right. It's all about perfect time. Yeah. Yeah, so how you doing today? I'm good. I just left the studio, so I'm great. Okay. That's what's up. I see you got a pretty busy weekend uh, coming up here. Yeah, I wish it was a little busier, but I'll settle for you know the whole what we got going on. At least we're getting booked. Hmm. Some people not making no money right now. It's not a drought for me. Real shit. <laughs> How much did you miss uh, performing in front of your fans during the whole quarantine? Um, I think that's what I miss the most because yeah. I still recorded and everything during quarantine. I found ways to do that, but I think just like interacting and having something to feed off of, some motivation. You oh know, yeah, that right there. But yeah. it's good to get back to that. I'm still not really performing yet, just like doing walkthroughs and shit like that. What about the parking lot concert? Well, we're going to be performing there for okay. the first time. So <laughs> All right. Since like quarantine, that's going to be like the first time. I'm kind of like, damn, what am I going to get up there and do? <laughs> <laughs> you going to be rusty at all? Or you been nah, I ain't practicing? never rusty now. I, I honestly feel like I might perform better just because I've been taking the time to like work on myself and get get my endurance up, get my wind up. I've been working out a lot. Like okay. I feel like I look better. So, I, you know. <laughs> They might be in for a surprise. I might be doing cartwheels and shit on <laughs> Real shit. For real. Yeah, I see you've been going crazy on TikTok during the quarantine. As yeah, well. TikTok was like my friend during quarantine. Because for when quarantine first started, I was here and I hadn't moved here yet. Okay. So I was in a hotel like oh, really? when quarantine first started. Hmm. So like for two weeks straight, I was in a hotel room alone. Most of the hotel was like evacuated. Yeah. Um, it was scary to fly, so I really wasn't leaving. Like, so TikTok became like my best friend. <laughs> yeah, you've been showing your personality on that yeah, video. A lot I, of these I, videos I, been hilarious. Yeah, you know, that's really me all day. All day long. And I'm trying to show people a little bit more of that. Yeah, definitely. All right, so originally from South Carolina, right? Yeah, Hopkins, South Carolina. Where is that at? <laughs> um, Bluff Road, 48. Uh it's like a little past, uh, like the Gamecocks Stadium. Okay. Uh, Williams Bryce is like on Bluff Road. Williams Bryce is on Bluff Road. And if you go down probably like 12 to 13 miles, that's where I'm from. Okay. I'm from the country. Country, yeah. yeah. So what was it like growing up there in the country? I love the country. I yeah. love the country now. Like I walk outside with no shoes on and <laughs> in the country, in the grass. Uh, <laughs> I love the country, you know, riding go-karts and four-wheelers and, you know, just being able to go outside and, like, have that freedom to do whatever you want to do. Like, I wouldn't trade, like, being raised in the country for the city at all. There you go. And you're in Atlanta now, though, right? Yeah, I'm in Atlanta. My kids are going to be raised here. <laughs> you don't seem too sure about that. Why I, because not? I don't want them to miss, like, the things that I got to enjoy as a child. I mean, they're really older anyway. Like, they're 10 and 12, so. Okay. Most of the raising is already done, but now they're at that impressionable age, and it's like, damn, you would want to come to Atlanta right now. Like, <laughs> really? So I don't know. It's just, it's different. The city is different. It's a lot more things to worry about in the city. Yeah, that's true. But for your career, how's it been? The best thing for me. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I finally, I was like, 
coexisting in both places and going back and forth and it just became a lot and I'm like you know what if I really want to be serious like I'm gonna just have to be here Mm -hmm. and I was serious but I couldn't figure out like what I was missing and it was just like uh, not being a not being accessible like not being in the right place at the right time all the time so it's like you know what you gotta do and ever since I've been here it's just been it's been up huh? yeah perfect time perfect All right, so I saw a few days ago you posted some videos of, from your dancing days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you get into that at first? Um, shit, just wanted some money. Yeah, that, I mean, I wanted more money. Like I was working maybe like two, three jobs when I started dancing, hmm. but it just wasn't enough. Like I knew what I wanted. I knew what kind of life I wanted my kids to have. Like, yeah. and I just wasn't okay with settling. So first, I started as a door girl, and. You know, being a door girl and seeing other girls come in the club and leave with all this money and I'm looking at them and I'm looking at me and I'm like, shit, I know I could go do that. Like, (laughs) you know, but it wasn't nothing that like what really made me do it, though. I was in a relationship and, you know, he had the money. He he worked and I did and things like that. And it was like the control, Mm. like. So when I went back home and I ain't had no money and I was it was we had a bad breakup and it was just. You went back. To, if I go here, bitch, I'm coming out with all the money every time. And that's what I did. That's how I got into it. But I feel like the difference between me and a lot of other girls was I didn't get into it for the party and, and okay. the attention. I got into it for the money. Like yeah. it was a, a goal I had in mind. And that's what I thought about every time I went in there. Like I ain't trying to let nobody leave with it. If the money here for me to make, I want it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't want these bitches to leave with a dollar if I can help it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the most you ever made in one night there? Right, like fifteen thousand. Oh shit, that's what's up. <laughs> that was right, right before I stopped dancing too. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> but you know we get that for a show now, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was one of the wildest things you seen while in the club? While in the club, I think just like the typical shit, I wouldn't say none of it was wild. I never saw nobody fucking in the club. I never, I, you always hear about the dancers having sex and stuff in the clubs. Like I heard them, oh yeah, she was fucking in the VIP. I never got to see none of it. Hmm. I wish I would have got to see some of you bitches get caught slipping, but <laughs> I never got to see none of it. Um, the wildest thing I would just say, like really, like I'm an, a very observant person. So when I'm at work or when I was at work, I wouldn't drink because, you know, it's a job and I need to be on my pivot, you know, really paying attention to who really is living the life that they portray because hmm. the strip club tell it all. Oh, yeah. So that was like the craziest shit. Just seeing who really was the man or who really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Who was fucking who, nigga? Who like all of that? Like, shit, everything happened in the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> So before you were even rapping, you were uh, building up your IG. How were you building up your IG at that point? Um, really, I started focusing on my Instagram because of the club. Okay. Um, I had started getting booked, you know, because I was crazy on the pole. So I started getting booked to like go dance at a lot of different clubs. I was very well traveled before I started rapping. So <clears throat> before that, I was like, you know, I'm t- I'm taking it as a business now. We getting we getting money now for real. Like I. Let's promote it. And it was like dancing wasn't a taboo thing no more. So yeah. it wasn't like you was trying to hide that you stripped no more. Or you like it was the same as an urban model or a video <laughs> girl. So 
Shit, push that shit. <laughs> I had this is my fourth Instagram. The really? Instagram I have now, yeah, because I, like when I was in the club, I had already hit like five hundred thousand followers, and oh, then wow. it was like, get you out of here, get <laughs> go sit down every time. But you know, it is what it is. So when did you start rapping? Um, the crazy thing is, I started really rapping for real in like two thousand, maybe eleven. 11 and between 11 and 13 i can't really pinpoint the year exactly that i really actually did a song and put it out but it was somewhere back then like this wasn't like when i decided to do it like this time mm -hmm. was not the first time okay it just was the time that worked <laughs> <laughs> so my first time encountering music though i was like in ninth grade hmm. i was already writing poems and into like you know rhyming and and patterns and pockets and shit like that i love music already and my baby daddy wanted to be a rapper so he, hmm. i was like recording him and oh, shit really? like that yeah so i was already familiar with it so when i was just joking i'm like shit i'm gonna get on the song and we really did a song together and i was like oh this shit is cool like it's easy so that was my first time really introducing myself to like anything artistically concerning music yeah. um but this time you know i had two more times in my adult life and the first time I didn't have the money. My kids were way younger. The second time I was focused on the money in the club. So I really ain't had, I wasn't focused on music. And this last time it was like, I want a career. Mm. I got the money. My kids grown. I, I, I want, I want a career. Like I need something to get me out this club and it worked. Yeah. You start off just doing freestyle videos? Or? Yeah. Okay. That's it. I just was talking about that today in the studio. Cause I was going to record a song, right? <clears throat> and people might not know this about me. Hooks, I hate hooks. I, I just want to go in there and rap. That's what I want to do. So they put a beat up and I'm just rapping bars, 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 whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I ain't even write no damn hook. <laughs> like I ain't even write no hook. You know, but that comes from like how I really started and taking it serious because I was just jacking beats. I wasn't making hooks and mm -hmm. forming full songs. I was just rapping. And I catch myself doing that a lot now. But that is how I started, just jacking beats. Yeah. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Were you surprised that so many people were- At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
tuning into these freestyles? I was. I really was. And uh, so do you write now or do you freestyle and punch it? I do a little bit of both. Okay. Like a little bit of both. It depends on like the content. It depends on my mood. Um, I feel like, you know, for more vulnerable songs or, or songs with more meaning behind them, like you do need to take the time to sit down and form something of the song. Not only sit down and write the whole thing, it, you know, whatever y'all vibe is. But um, if I'm making like vibe music, like I'm just rocking, then I'm going to punch in. Yeah. Yeah. If it's going to be something that's just, it's, I want it to make me feel something, I'm punching in. But if it's something I really want to get a message across or tell a story or whatever, I'm going to take time with it. You know, female rappers are finally getting their respect these days or the last couple of years. Yeah, it's a great, it's it's a great, beautiful thing. You know, I don't feel like this is the first time, though. I just feel like just because it's the first time in a long time or mm -hmm. because, like, female rappers fell off in a sense, like it was only one or two being talked about here and there. Um, I appreciate that this time it seems like it's going to stay. Yeah. Like, I, I appreciate that so much because... It should never be a time where women in music are not talked about or not being, you know, highlighted. Not saying that we should overshadow anybody else, but it's never a time that we should be undershadowed by someone. Like, nah, we need to be on that same platform because we really out here rapping. Oh, yeah. Like, we got shit to say. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Do you find that most female rappers are supportive of each other? On social media. <laughs> yeah. Everybody support everybody on Instagram. <laughs> that's the industry, though. That's, yeah. you know, I feel like when people really get with each other, it, as far as females, I feel like once they really hang with each other or get around each other or something, and if they rock, they're going to rock. That's who that, she going to fuck with her. But, you know, that other shit just. Instagram. You can't cap. force it just because we women. Like, we can't sit here and say, all right, let's just do this because we're women and it's good for women right now. Like, if you don't rock with somebody, you just don't rock with them. Um, so talk to us about your latest project, Quick Tape. Well, the Quick Tape, really, I didn't even know I was putting that out. Um, <laughs> it only came about because of quarantine. Uh, it had been so long since I put music out or a project out. I think I dropped like singles. It had been so long since I put like a body of work out. And I'm like, listen, I'm not waiting until we get out of quarantine to put a project out. Like, cause I was already getting ready to put Real Bitch Radio out, which is on the way. Mm -hmm. Um, but I want to roll it out properly like i wanted to be like really put together versus just throwing music out there without any direction yeah. so we pushed it back but i'm like i still want to give them something so i'm like listen we want to take from these songs that we already got some of them i got to pull from that's fine we'll replace them whatever but we got to give the people something the picture for the cover was a picture i took in front of a quick trip <laughs> After a show in Greenville, South Carolina, I took that picture right in front of the gas station. So I'm looking through my phone for like a cover picture and I don't even, I haven't picked a picture yet. So I see that picture. I'm like, this could work. And then I'm like, quick trip. I'm just playing off of shit. Like that's how we came up with the name because it was in front of a quick trip. And I'm yeah. like, shit, this is a quick tape. Like <laughs> we better put this motherfucker out quick. And that's just how it happened. Hmm. It was the best decision, I think though. Like I think quick tape was like a really good decision with reintroducing myself to my fan base. Yeah. You just dropped the uh, bag talk video. Today. Yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a different video shoot for me. How's so? We was like rigged up on this car, like in the <laughs> middle of traffic. Like it just was a lot. And then like we had the water boys. Like it was a lot, but it was really fun. I like. I don't like like big production videos. Like hmm. that just be too much for me. I'm a real simple girl. Like. 
get the cameraman, a couple of lights. Let's move here. Let's move there. We can be done. We'll have to do all that. Like, I feel like the quicker we get it done, the more work we can put out. I don't know. All that extra hair and makeup, this, that. I don't hmm. like all that. Like, I'm simple. <laughs> Which might be a blessing and a curse sometimes because I know sometimes, like, the extra is needed. But I like shoot them bitches. Let's run them. And talk to us about the Solid Chick uh, music video. Yeah, you know, it's a little fuck-ass nigga. What it was about, it was what it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably, that is probably one of the most vulnerable songs I've put out. Hmm. Or like one of the most open songs, like just, you know, really speaking on something I could have been going through or someone around me could have been going through, but it was me. And... <laughs> I'm glad I put that song out. So many women love that song. And I feel like, you know, that's so rewarding. Like when you put something out and not only is my music therapy for me mm-hmm. or like an outlet, but to see it help somebody else or, you know, somebody else to let somebody else know, like, shit, I'm going through this too, girl. You ain't by yourself. Like that's like rewarding for me. So I was so glad I put that song out. I'm really sketchy when it comes to like being too personal. Really? Yeah. What's up? When I, well, okay, let me not say too personal because everything I rap about is in my life. Too vulnerable. Yeah. Okay. I I don't I don't think I'm comfortable with that yet. I'm trying to be though. I'm really trying to be. But when you read those positive uh, comments, yeah, it makes me want to tell more of like stories like that and shit I've been through because you know. Nobody really likes talking about if they hurt. Nobody really likes talking about disappointments or, you know, shit that happened in their life before. Nobody really likes to talk about that. But sometimes it needs to be talked about not for you because, you know, you on your journey and you going somewhere. But your journey could help somebody else out. So I'm learning. <laughs> you had a bankroll Freddie in the video. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Freddie. Um, talk to us about the music video for Play With It. Was that one of the big budget ones that you... Uh, no. Oh, you like that one? <laughs> it wasn't... It wasn't one of the ones where it was like a whole big production and then that. Like, I like I like shooting that video, too. It yeah. was... I caught me a little tan while we was out there shooting. <laughs> yeah, it looked like you guys had a lot of fun. Yeah, it? it was a fun... I See, that's the shit I like. I like, like, when it's, like, not forced hmm. or it don't feel like work. Like, I like that. I like the atmosphere that's, like easy to work in and easy to vibe in and nobody's walking around like are we gonna get like i don't like that that make me like back up a little bit like "Mm." okay (laughs) (laughs) and i saw you just shot a video with kevin gates out in dc we shot a video or did we post some pictures i think he even said it was a video. He said it was a video? I think he did. I don't know. I'll have to reread those we, captions. But, but, you know, we was in D.C. We had a good time in D.C. Okay. I fuck with D.C. <laughs> so what was it like working nah, with No, it Gates? was a video. It was a video. We know you guys got a song <laughs> on the way. So yeah, we yeah. got we got a couple songs. Okay. So we had, we had a couple songs. Like, he was going to be on my project, you mm-hmm. know? We just, I appreciate him because, you know, in the industry, like you said, like, outside of women, like, a lot of people don't reach out and help or, or really support. And, you know, since day one, I was on his tour. I got put on his tour a few days by, you know, um, DC from South Carolina. And since then, it hasn't been anything but genuine support. And you don't get that from a lot of people in the industry. So I appreciate that. Yeah. What was it like working with him? It was a learning experience. Um, 
to go from listening to somebody and then like actually being able to like be in the same room and see like most people probably would look at it like oh i'm in here with kevin Hick. no i'm looking at it like this is a musician who i can learn from like he where i want to be i want he's somewhere where i need to be you know what i'm saying let me take soak all this game up because it's free game right now let me soak all this up so that's it was amazing all right, so let's talk about Real Bitch Radio. Yeah, Real Bitch Radio. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> so are you still working on it or you just keep adding um, to it? or I feel like until somebody tell you, all right, let's get a track list, you always still working because okay. I might have had a song on there from a year ago I recorded, but I might record something tonight that's mm-hmm. better than all of that shit. <laughs> so until somebody tell me we need a track list, I'm always working on it. Everything that I'm recording, I'm recording it with the thought in mind that it's going out it's going on this and it need to be the shit yeah. feel like this is going to be your best project yet yeah until i drop another one <laughs> <laughs> and talk to us about the growth in your music from when you know you started doing those freestyle videos to today um i think i've grown like of course my delivery is better you know my bar is better all of that but i think what people don't think about the most as an artist like mentally i've When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Grown so much and it's helped me as an artist if i didn't have a strong mental i couldn't be a strong artist we are like influenced subconsciously so much just with social media with you know things people that labels say or being compared to other artists so mentally if you are not equipped to put up with all of that you can you're gonna lack as an artist because you're always going to be comparing yourself or you're always going to have what they said in the back of your head i go in that studio now I'm doing what the fuck I want to do. And I'm, cause these people love me. These people, yes, that might be working for them. Yes, they might want to see that one day, but my, my true fans, the ones who really fuck with me, that's who I want to please. And they fuck with me. Fuck all that other shit. So they're going to like it the way that I do it. And you know, some constructive criticism is great, but we have to be able to distinguish the difference between constructive criticism and, you know, comparison and, and trying to make you do something because they see it working somewhere else and like copycat it like nah we ain't doing that over here <laughs> we're not doing that can you reveal any of the features on there it's a few of them <laughs> some good ones it's some good ones i saw people want to know asian doll you guys posted some pictures yeah we did together. a song together okay. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if we're going to do a video for it or not i fuck with asian doll like her vibe and everything is dope i fuck with her who are some of the producers you've been working with lately I really try, I try to work with new producers, but I always end up just working with whoever is accessible to me. So I have a lot of heavy still, um, heavy in the Chevy. He did most of the quick tape, honestly. Yeah. Um, the loopholes, I've been working with the loopholes things so far. Uh, it's a couple of them on there. I can't really think like, cause I don't really know what songs really going to be on there <laughs> yet, but if you fucking with me, you know, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> gotcha. So how did you deal with Wolfpack coming about? Um, he introduced me to Wolfpack in the Wolfpack situation. And 
you know, it changed my life. So I'm appreciative. Uh, we growing together. We learning together. Uh, I'm really like their first artist that they really, Baby was their first artist, but I'm really their first artist that they're like growing with and learning and being hands on like this versus just being a label. Um, so, you know, this experience, I couldn't have asked for a different experience. It's got ups and downs, a lot of them, but everybody got ups and downs with their shit. So, all right, listen, yeah. I wouldn't switch my problems for nobody else's because I know what my problems are. Yeah. And how important is it having a whole team around you working for you like that to where you can just focus on the music? Um, I wouldn't say I, I, I don't want to say I have a whole team, <laughs> but that has nothing to do with them and everything to do with me. Okay. <laughs> I'm so like picky and just used to just doing things my way but i think like that's the parent in me and it's just like yeah i'll have somebody there to do something and they might do it and i'm gonna go and still do it like i i don't know so i really just i be thugging it <laughs> by choice <laughs> i make life harder than it gotta be <laughs> gotcha um talk to us about your friendship with marla with who marla marla yeah okay so when I find Marlo, well, first, Yadi and Marlo were probably like the most open with me. Um, me and Marlo, I would be in the studio, y'all, like, till the sun came up. From the time the sun was up till the sun came back up, I would be in there. So that's how I learned how to record myself and everything. And Marlo would be there too. Like, we really was in that bitch thugging. Like, he over there recording, I'm over here recording. We both just went, we hungry. You know what I'm saying? So, we started just being cool and seeing each other and helping each other with shit, whatever. And then we started making songs together. Every song me and Marlo made together was the shit. I, I'm not even kidding. Like every song we made together was like some real, like bomb ass trap shit. Like I love them fucking songs. He, but he was like just shy, quiet, but he's all pop his shit though. Like, but in a humble kind of way, I don't know, you know, rest his soul. What was your reaction when you heard he had passed away? I was at QC. I had just got back in town. I was at QC and I I don't take like deaths well. Like so I, well, I don't really show like my emotions, period. So I kind of just, you know, held that in. Yeah. I don't know. We was close, but I wouldn't say we was close enough for me to sit and, you know, mourn out loud the way, you know, his loved ones should have, you know, I respect him, I cared about him, loved him as an artist, you know. And that's just, I hate that happened. You mentioned being a mother. So what has being a mother taught you about life? Shit, too much. <laughs> I'm still fucking learning. That's what being a mother has taught me. You never stop learning. You like you never stop learning. There's no right way to do shit. That's like the biggest lesson. Like there's no right or wrong way. I got two kids and what worked for my son don't work for my daughter. So it's like, it's no right or wrong way. You just have to figure your way out. That's it. That's the biggest and the greatest lesson I think I've learned. I'm gonna have patience. I ain't really have a lot of patience before. My patience is immaculate now. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, got the new album on the way. What else you working on? What else is coming up? Um, That's really it. That's, you know, I've just been working on myself, the music and myself. I think my, I think me working on myself is like my greater goal right now. The music can always be made, but if I'm not a good version of myself or in a good headspace, I'm not going to give good content or 
you know, I don't want to put out content that's detrimental to me later on when I'm in a better space. So, you know, I'm just working on myself, get my image and shit together. I'm in the gym. <laughs> All right. Any shout outs before we wrap this up? I shout out to everybody fucking with me. Ruchi Mafia, D-Ringing the motherfucking building dirty little bastard because we were supposed to do this like three different times already. So he had a lot of patience with me. <laughs> um, but that, I just appreciate everybody who fucked with me, man. I'm beating the beat up, make your nigga eat up. Me, him, and money, we having the threesome. His bitch out of line, call me the wife beater. I'm in a trap with the pack and the heater. These bitches, they following me. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.